This episode of the Kinky Conversations podcast is brought to you by my course, An Introduction to Kink, BDSM, Polyamory, and Other Fun Things. This course is designed for new, current, and established members, their partners, as well as anyone who is curious but not yet taken that first step into the scene. By the end of the course, you'll know how to enter and engage in a safe, fun, and consensual manner, whether you're playing in person or online, the green and red flags to watch out for, what you should and shouldn't expect from a dom-sub relationship, how to negotiate kinks, limits, boundaries, and the opening of relationships, how to vet potential partners, how to establish informed, enthusiastic consent, what to do if you have a disagreement or misalignment of kinks, and how to talk through any misunderstandings. In part one, we dive into the principles of relationship building, focusing on open, honest communication, consent, self-awareness, and openness to experience. In part two, I answer your questions. Filtered from over 100 questions from the community, this part dives deep into all aspects of the scene, uncovering what you most wanted answered. There's also an attached resource list for those who want to go further, as well as the opportunity to do 14 days of free one-on-one coaching with me as an added bonus. So, if you're looking for more out of your relationships, looking to expand how you play, or are simply curious about kink, BDSM, polyamory, and other related fun things, this course is for you. Check it out with the link in the show notes. Mm. Welcome to the Kinky Conversations podcast, where consent is king, pleasure is queen, and exploration of sexual expression is the name of the game. And now for your host, the delicious Zachary Phillips. Today I'm joined by Ziva Fay, a 29-year-old model who's into Pokemon, rollerblading, video games, painting, and drawing. This conversation was amazing. Ziva specializes in niche kinks and fetishes. If you do a quick Google search of Ziva Fay Blueberry, you'll get an idea for what I'm talking about here. She does very specific custom shoots in addition to artistic nudes. So we spent a lot of the time talking about the process of creating and booking and sharing specific niche kinks. The main one that we discussed was the Violet Beauregard blueberry scene from the original Gene Wilder Willy Wonka, in which the character eats a piece of blueberry pie and then expands and expands and expands. Ziva is currently the princess of the blueberry pie expanding scene. She will soon surpass the previous held record for the most scenes shot of that very specific niche. We also talk about the principles of modeling, how to stay safe in the industry, as well as the ins and outs, the adult modeling business. It was an absolutely amazing conversation and I know you're going to love it. And just remember, stick around until the end of the episode, and I'll play your piece from the book, Kink, Volume 1. Awesome. So, 
Ziva, yes? Hello, yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I've um, had a little look, uh, peruse through uh, your social media and the links in your website. Um, love the love the artistry and the pictures. There's a couple of stuff that I want to dig into on that straight yeah. up. But you've said um, you've got an interest in Pokemon. Can I get your uh, <laughs> Can I get your favorite Pokemon just off right off the bat? Uh, Umbreon. Umbreon. Yes. Ooh. Yes. The uh, one of the new uh, new Eevee evolutions. Fancy, fancy. Uh, I mean, it's not new anymore. But yes, well, yes, he's the dark one. It's so it's, cute, and he has a really pretty um, shiny. When he's a shiny, he's blue, not yellow. So it's really it, pretty. Look, it's it's not new, but back in my day, Eevee only had uh, three evolutions, and now there's at least um fancy fancy mm-hmm. new Pokemon that I uh I saw that there's a new version of um Diglett and um Doug Trio that freaks me the fuck out, and I hate them. I hate their existence. Are you familiar? Yeah, with the them? one that's like got long. The, it's called like a Wug Trio, and this is like yeah. a white version of Diglett. I just fucking hate that thing. It just it makes me like it's like you Cringe. shouldn't you sh- you shouldn't exist. It's just it's just, ugly. <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't really pretty to begin with, so. They look like little, <laughs> little, little, like, you know, ground doodles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, they're, they're weird. The new generation's a little odd. Look, it's, it's, once, when you hit it when you're, like, young, you're like, this is the generation. Everything before that's like, yeah, that, you accept that. The new generation, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, there's, just before we get into some serious stuff, just on the Pokemon, there's a couple of like, uh, what is it, Pokedex entries that sort of freak me out or okay. a little bit interesting, like the Ditto entry. It sort of talks about how they can be used in certain ways. And if you think of what yeah, a Ditto like is. Inanimately. And it was only, uh, Ditto was actually only featured as an inanimate object once in the Bill's Lighthouse episode. I believe he was a book. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and you've, you've probably seen the Licky Tongue meme with, um, Team Rocket, you know, <laughs> yeah, because <it's> like <laughs> all the legs. Yeah, there's there's some interesting um there's a lot of interesting uh factors with this. Okay, let's let's get into some serious topics. Um, no problem. Hey, it's nice to know what 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 us uh stars are into. <laughs> <laughs> Look, fair enough. Pokemon is a um worldwide phenomena. So is so is yeah. uh so is the uh, the. It used to be weird when I was little. Things have become mainstream. Like the nerd culture has mm. switched to like things are changing. I like it. I attribute that a lot to the uh, it's the marvelization of media. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. we've um we've we've come full circle in a lot of ways. Hey. Mm. Okay, so you've um got a collection of different links. Like I said, I was looking through it. I had a ma- little squiz through the website. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the the mummy pictures. I thought that was pretty <laughs> cool. Thank you. Yeah, you, they're like artistic glamour, uh, artistic. cosplay. <laughs> I like it. I like it a yeah. lot. You've got you're hitting a few few different marks there. Can you just give like a little bit of a rundown of, of of what you're doing, sort of across the board, and then we can sort of dig into stuff that um, we're. So I'm a travel. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a, a traveling artistic nude model. I also do. I don't do porn per se, but I do a lot of porny work because I'm I'm a fetish model as well. Okay. Um, so I hit a lot of uh, different markets in the adult industry that are just on the nude line. Yeah, and so I cosplay. Um, you know, I'm I've been on OnlyFans for a very long time. I sell clips. I do customs. 
Um, I'm always traveling around available for photo shoot and video work um, up to the limit of like I do hand job and foot job stuff so depending on who you're talking to some people are like you do some light porny stuff and like I and then some people are like that's just fetish you know so I take I take it uh, how <laughs> with a grain of salt yeah without intended find it yeah <laughs> and I love what I do um yeah I just do a, an eclectic uh, arraignment of modeling I guess you could say <laughs> so. that's that's the impression I got that there's like it's it's predominantly sort of um, sensual nude modeling um, yeah. going around and yeah it, it looks it looks good I'll put links in the um in the show notes for people to check it out, um, put the links to all of the stuff. Thanks. I do want to dig yeah. into a, f- a few different topics. Okay, so the first one that's, that's screaming out at me, where is the line between um, fetish and porn in your mind? Because um, you're getting when- that, that, that feedback, you know? <laughs> this is going to sound very crude, but when- Hey, hey it's okay. Uh, we can go as crude as we like. Right, exactly. When something goes in the hole- a hole. Goes, Ooh, so, hole? <laughs> whether that's mouth or a different hole, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, so penetration is the line between kink, kinky modeling stuff and sex in your mind. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, there, not, and it doesn't not matter. Orgasm? Like, um. So I'm. A, I personally do some like solo masturbation or mutual masturbation. As long as I just don't do like things going in holes so tongues Ooh. fingers uh penises you know what i mean uh, yeah and that's kind of where i draw the line because it's uh actually getting talent tested is kind of the when the work that requires to get talent tested in essentially is like the line um because swabs and testing is pricey so <laughs> okay so so <laughs> I, li- I like that in in a, in a post covid era you've got to uh play it play it safe and mm-hmm. <laughs> go from a distance exactly exactly so 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 you're saying the um the the actual just testing the talent and making sure that everyone's safe to do the thing is itself a prohibitive marker yeah 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 uh, there's just a lot of like uh you know, there's even though that people take precautions to be safe, there's still things that happen. Of course, you know that's why the industry has like lockdowns every once in a while, and that's why the swabs are starting. And you know that's why there's still like small breakouts with issues. You know, every once in a blue moon. So yeah, I just uh, for me, I also make really good money doing fetish, and I like the the silly things that are pretty niche marketed that. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, there's so many beautiful, amazing porn stars out there to compete with, but uh, some people aren't doing some really wacky, weird fetishes or some more sensual modeling. So that's more of a market where I can uh, be a bigger fish in a small pond. And it's I love that. Well. Yeah. Um, you can see you can see the books behind me. One of the books I've got behind me is called um, Blue Ocean Strategy. And the, the premise of this book is basically what you're describing, yeah? There's plenty of porn stars, plenty of everything. And for you to fit in there, you're now just one of many. But by mm-hmm. by going to a blue ocean where there's no other sharks, you become the big the big shark and you've got everyone because you're you're the only one doing the the these um obscure or niche markets. So so it makes sense why it's working for you. I guess what I want to ask is, um, can you yeah. give me an examples of um, list through some of your um, most niche niche markets, if you can? The most niche in the world that I do, and you're gonna, oh, it's I love my people that are into this. I actually am very close to the ro- world record of the model who has acted the most in these scenes. Ooh, is okay. 
Yes. Um, and the other model who holds the world record is retired. So I will. I will be. Oh, you. You. Hey, when you when you do, you need to hold some sort of um some sort of party, but. Thank Put you. me out of my misery. What What are you about okay. to hold the world record in? So first, I got to describe it because some people who don't know it don't know it. Please so do. are you familiar with the very first, the non-Johnny Depp, the very first Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka? You familiar yes. with it? Yes, okay, I perfect. am. Okay, this is, I, I can't, I'm, I'm so excited. You're loving where this is going. You're loving, <laughs> I'm loving, I love where this is going. So people always are like, what's the craziest porn you've ever been in? Cause, and I'm always, I show them videos of this and people's jaws always drop. I love the reaction because I think I'm going to show him a gangbang or something. I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay, so are you familiar with when Violet Beauregard eats the gum? Yes. I love how specific this is getting. Yes. Yes, it's so specific. You have no idea. Okay, and are you familiar with when she eats the gum that she starts turning blue her whole body and she starts, like, getting giant, like, blowing up? I am aware, yes. Okay, you're very okay. Just making sure everyone at home gets in the you know, in their mind zone. I can can I'm, see it. I'm I've I can picture it in my mind's eye. Please continue. So I wear a giant suit, a giant suit. Let me tell you it's the biggest thing you'll ever see. It's huge. It oh takes a team to put on. And um they paint my face and my hands and my feet blue. <laughs> and I do a whole scene. It's usually like a whole twenty-five minute scene. Like it's a whole scene, and I drink a potion or eat a pill or eat like a tainted pickle or like something. I gum, you know, the classic gum, and then I turn into a Violet Beauregard blueberry. And um, you can look it up. At the I'm all over the internet as that. It pays really well. I love my people who love it. I make a good amount of customs and. Hey, hey, hey just just pause, pause, pause for a second. So, <laughs> just just slow it right down. <laughs> what what you're telling me right now with with your mouth is that <laughs> that there's there's a not just one person but like a a collection a very niche but collection of people who pay, who pay well who. It's not just Willy Wonka like specific cosplay. It is is that one scene. Is that one scene? So they do like they they love um the girls who wear the blue jumpsuit too with their blue nose and chew gum. They love that. They wow. Yeah, the whole like that whole like three minutes. They just want that three minutes to never end. And so uh, I love them. And they love wow. me, and it's just great. We love each okay. other. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to dig deep on this because, like, this is I, I. I want the practicality. I want the the depth. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so oh, there's so many places I want to take this. How, how did you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm internally very excited about this. This um. <laughs> This, this situation that exists because it's opening up like all of these like little three minute scenes from movies that suggests to me that there's a very small niche for like i don't know let's go johnny depp again do you know rango do you know the rango movie johnny yeah, depp do you know that ch- do you know that chick the the one that's like phases out as the the chick that phases out his lizard friend that he's sort of like half with and she like loses her memory and she checks out and checks back in yeah, like she's like a brown lizard or something like that. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, so. I'm gonna start looking up some um, specific fun scenes of that lizard. So I can. I don't want to go too far left field, so you can come back to this. But the same producer hires me for. Are you familiar with Pinocchio, the Disney Pinocchio? 
Yes. Not okay. not not as much as the Violet this Beauregard. Really well, yeah. Um, but right. yes. So there's a scene where, you know, he's like lying and things are happening to him and he's like going on this adventure away from home, right? Before he gets eaten by the whale and all that. And there's a scene where like he's lying with these boys and he turns into a donkey. I don't remember why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember why he turns into a donkey specifically, but he does. And so that's a fetish. So I will do a whole like 25. It takes like hours do whole SFX and wear a donkey mask. And instead of like werewolf transformation, it's donkey transformation. And so you're playing Pinocchio who's been transformed into a donkey. Well, I was like a secretary who ate like a bad chocolate bar or something. Okay. I was working. And then I slowly as I'm like working, there's like my nails turned into hooves very slowly. <laughs> So and there's like, a bit of production value on this. This is like a full yeah. sort of like yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, gonna I'm gonna look some stuff up after this talk. This is a very speak my interest. Yeah, so that's why like I make good money doing these and like I like porn is amazing, but you know, fetish and people are like, that's fetish. And I'm like, yeah, it's technically fetish. And See, so that's, there's that Yeah. That's a yeah. lot more a lot more, and like like we're saying, like that's super niche. Like if you want, I couldn't. Yeah, like that's okay. Okay, so back to the blueberry. Like we can go down any path of this. Mm-hmm, I do a lot of it. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask you for many more examples because this is amazing. But um, what is your response to to being like offered that so like i'm imagining like the first time that this was suggested to you you're like they're like hey you know can you oh, dress up in a big in a big blue blueberry suit and play I'll tell you exactly my first response i said do you got a shower in your house you just just rolled like, with it you're all good it's pay it's like a hundred bucks an hour like seventy five yeah. or hundred bucks an hour. I mean, it pays like the same amount some porns do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I almost and I got a, and I, so I do Sex Panther, and that's like where you role play and you can talk and do video calls and stuff like that. And I get a lot of people do want to talk blueberry on there. A lot of people. <laughs> So, so, like so I, are you are you known as like or you so so hang on go back to the world record. There's someone else that's done this that you're you're now going to be overtaking at some close. stage. I'm so close. I think I'm How seven away off? from her. Seven. I think I'm six or seven. I know she did a lot. She, her, her model name was Wonder Hussy. She had the model record for the most blueberry videos ever. So, but she's Wonder. retired. Yeah, man. If you she, if you come close to her record, she might come out of retirement just to like keep you that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's that's what we're doing in life. Yeah, awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so someone someone a a producer comes to you and they're like they're like, hey, I've got this scene, I've got this idea. Are you are you shocked or like amazed by it? Because like, I I heard like I had no idea of this 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 level of fetish right this niche level of fetish I love and like people fucking all power to to anyone that's found that like for me like on the other side of this i'm like man i wish i had such a specific niche thing to fulfill i, I just um, don't you know i tell people and so like i said i'm they're like what's the craziest thing you've ever done and they think i'm gonna show them something really like you really you know juicy 
and it's juicy in a different way. Blueberry, don't <laughs> juicy in a different way. <laughs> and I show them, and they're always like, because I'm I know they're expecting like like some crazy like three dicks in my mouth or you know something very porny, and I'm like, this is very different in the porny world. Um, and I just love seeing people's reactions. Uh, so it's, it's just really, you know, honestly, when she first came to me and asked, she proposed, so it was a female producer, Taylor made, go look her up. Amazing work. Very good production value. Who, who, uh, who's the, who's the producer? Sorry. Is it called Taylor, Taylor made? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, her model name back in the day was Taylor Sinclair. She, uh, was like you know is it pay i was like it's paid good amount it's clothed fully clothed technically and it's you know yeah you know what i'm saying yeah snacks on set makeup artist i mean come on guy so you're dressed as a blueberry your your head's like i'm imagining just your head and like your feet and your arms coming out this that's side exactly it that's exactly so, so what like, are you literally, doing like <laughs> What are your arms for the for the people playing at home? We've got arms and legs spread, so so you, you sort of you're waddling around. I'm gathering. Yeah, no, barely too. Like, and then sometimes like it's so jiggly in there in that suit because it's filled with air or it's filled with water. I'm like, my head like pops out. Like it's it's crazy fun. What are you doing as a blueberry in some of these scenes? Is this where um, you're 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 doing like the hand and foot stuff, or are you just like? So the what fetish you- itself is the transformation getting big and being a blueberry, like going from this pretty me, like, you know, look at me, look at me, girl next door, pretty me, to like blueberry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's, it's the act of the transformation is the, the fetish okay, okay. And, the, and the, and the literal transformation of blowing up the suit. So when they put the suit on me, okay, I'm sorry. It's hard not to laugh because I love it, but it's very comedic because I also I'm a very small person. I'm five foot one. I'm a size zero. I'm very small, but they put this blueberry suit on me that turns you know giant, absolutely giant, and um they put giant clothes on me, so okay. it looks like I'm big, not wearing this blue suit. And then the clothes pop or rip or something, and then I'm wearing a blue jacket. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, like, for one scene, like, I look, like, really nice, like, wearing tight, normal clothes. And then all of a sudden, I'll just be wearing, like, really frumpy giant clothes for just, like, a while. Oh. Minute. And then they, like, they rip. But it's it's amazing. And I, I also, I, I do a lot more fetishes than that. But that one's one of my favorite super niche ones. That's, uh, yeah, really fun. I love it. I love yeah. it. So I take it you're open you're open to going down a whole variety of specific niches, obviously if it doesn't cross cross your line, but exactly. it sounds like, like you're, you're willing to um, explore. I am. I am. So I, uh, for another example, actually I have a black belt in Taekwondo. So that has helped Ooh, me nice. do, yeah, I do wrestling and fighting fetish. And that, uh, you know, kind of like WWE or like yep. stunt work. And yep. a lot of guys like seeing a hot girl kick ass. So, uh, you know, that has given me like a lot of opportunity to do like small stunt work on porny sets and fighting fetish. And it's been, that's been really, really fun. And wrestling, wrestling. I do WWE amateur wrestling. Model. Yeah, that's a fetish. So, yeah. 
it's it's been pretty fun. <laughs> and then uh, I, I have just a million other things other than fighting. Like I do, there's a a lady in in town in Vegas who does cannibalism. That's high production, where you get eaten. A very very. All right, let me let me just sort of uh, reintroduce. Um, <laughs> okay, so we are back. I'm not sure uh, if there's a bit of an audio cut. We were talking about um, sort of Taekwondo <laughs> martial arts fetish, and then the internet completely pooped out. But it did give me a it gave me a chance to have a little look up um, and scroll and find you dressed as a um, as a blueberry. So, so I've now um, I've now seen the. Uh, the blueberry pick. I don't, oh, you can't see it. I'm trying to show you. It's it's your little face. I'm going to describe what I see. It's it's your little face, sort of arched backwards because the because the um the suit's, the, the suit's so freaking huge. This is like you, the suit seems to be like a circumference that's like you know those like bounce balls that you sit on. It's like the biggest one of those tripled. Your hands are just popping out and you've got this massive blue sort of overcoat that's sort of covering the ball. And I can't see your feet at all. Is that, is that all right? <laughs> and yeah, it's it, me. When, when you said when you sent me the things you're into, you said inflation as a kink, and I didn't know what that meant until this conversation. I'm like, are we talking like 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 what what, what maybe that's a typo, but no, I get I get it now. And yeah. now um through through this because this this popped up you asked uh this is i found it through twitter and you asked on twitter can people retweet favorite pictures so i've um headed over to your uh to your twitter we're doing this live and your pinned post is a uh, very sexy um sort of outdoorsy sort of thing um with you fully exposed but with with a tail yes, so- <laughs> on the edge of a ma- like the very edge of a mountain okay so a couple of things I want to go into. Um, all animals, for those who don't realize, are just perpetually nude. We're the only ones that wear clothes, really. So, like, we're just we're just getting back to nature here. Um, yes. <laughs> how do you find um, doing stuff like like camera work or even just like sensual sexual play if you do it in public, um, as in outdoors that sort of stuff? Do you find that there's like a bit of hesitation, or you're finding a secluded spot, or you're like fully comfortable with random people seeing you? Like, how, how are you? How are we playing so that, down that path? That spot is super secluded, very very far hike. It's literally on the. I don't. Uh, if you go look at my pin post on Twitter, he's on the edge of a mountain. Like honestly, if I was gonna fall, like fall, like if you see it, like I would fall like a thousand feet. Like it's. I, I, I'm just now noticing that you're on the edge of the cliff. That wasn't my uh, first vast. point of focus. But yes, you <laughs> It's vast beyond me. Yeah. So, that yeah. Is a sheer, sheer drop, eh? It is. It's extremely vast beyond me. That's on the Mogollon Rim in Arizona. Um, so I go to secluded spots for, and I scout them typically, or the photographer scouts them for these artistic nude shoots or little videos. Uh, yeah, and for the most part, it's nature hikes off trail that are not, you know, I shouldn't have to worry about a ranger in any sense. Um, a few times that there's been people around, I've just, I literally kind of walked up to them like, hey, I'm going to take nudes. Uh, I'm going to be over there. I'm going to be out of your way. Is that okay? Are you going to be offended? 
I have never had somebody argue with me or say, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I love the confidence. I, I love the confidence. <laughs> and that person, just as, a, as an aside note, as, as like a bloke, this is a sort of a secret aside. <laughs> so much of porn is unrealistic, right? As in like, it feels like these scenarios and these scenes don't happen. And when something yeah. like that happens, like, We've seen people take pictures through online, but to have someone come up to you and be like, hey, I'm going to go over there and do this thing that you've probably looked at yourself, super sneaky. Like you're you're confirming a few things here and it would be, um, you're giving them memories beyond the uh, sneak peeks that they might be sneaking. It's not illegal to ask, you know, but it's illegal to get caught. So. Okay. So if you ask and get permission, we're all good here. Pretty maybe that's the thought process. Unless they're like, "Yeah, I'm sadistic. I want you to go to jail." Um, but for the, you know, it's 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 not illegal. What are they gonna do? I'm calling the police that you asked me if you could be naked, but you're fully clothed. I'm calling and, the police. Yeah, and 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 what are they gonna do? Um, film you against your will to show as evidence. It's a lot of yeah. I think I think I think we're relatively safe. Yeah, it's, you know, so a lot of people are like, you know, it's better asked for forgiveness than permission. But in this scenario, when there's nudity involved and that's like a sex offender crime and all that, yep. better ask permission then. It's it's not legal to be nude in like public. Like there's nudity, there's places you can be nude legally, like the nudist beaches like, I and believe, that sort of stuff. I, don't quote me. Don't be like, nope, don't, I don't is, want to. There is no legal advice. <laughs> yeah, and be like, oh, let's see face it on this podcast. I think you can be nude on, like, BLM land, and there are, like, some places you can be nude, like, in New York and stuff like that, in Portland. Really? Yeah. Hmm. There's very odd laws about the street nudity for performance reasons, blah, 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 blah. Um, Don't quote me, anyone. But, uh, like, for example, one time I was doing an artistic nude shoot that got in a cigar ad. And it was, like, skimpy outfits and stuff like that. And I, there was a fisherman yonder. And I politely went up to him. And I was like, I'm going to be doing skimpy outfit, nude. And oh, over there, quite the way from you. Are, you know, are, are you going to be okay? You know, are you going to cry? Are you going to call the police? And he's just very nice about it. He's like, oh, I can actually go further if you need. And so yeah. I'm like, no. I no no no! I just don't want you to call the police on me. That's really it. So I like I like this. This is helpful tips for um people wanting to potentially challenge you on your um blueberry uh record. Maybe when you retire, will um these tips will help people to it. Uh... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I even had on Reddit people be like, "She doesn't have the blueberry record. Don't she can't? I she's not. The she's blueberry she's not legit. She's not a blueberry queen." <laughs> Yeah, no, they did. That was I saw that Discord about me on Reddit once. I was like, okay, this is oh. how we're this is how they feel about the blueberry. We're in we're into our blueberry. Um, but I love this, them. I like, I like I like how oh, it's 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 like there's such like you know the um I don't know what the correct term is here, but the uh you know the clicky. It's like no no she's she is not the um she she's not the she, she's she's not, not the, the uh, is there a, is there a fruit. And or vegetable that you just simply wouldn't go near. Like you're like you're happy to be a blueberry. You're happy to be a donkey. Are like, are like animals or fruit or vegetable that you're like no fuck you. I'm never doing that. Um, 
You're like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, ca- fuck carrots. I don't know. Yeah, I just hate eggplants. No. Um... <laughs> hey, hey, eggplants are a, are a loaded vegetable nowadays with with emojis. So I could, I could. Oh, there might be some like meta game you could go. If you became an eggplant, then some you could get someone to dress up as a peach. Someone inflate as a peach. Someone inflate as an eggplant. Yeah, sort of, there you go. You know, you put your Emoji whole eggplant corn. body in. Yeah. Um, that's a niche. No, that's, that's a niche. They, Someone will want it. <laughs> I had a custom that I was doing inflation, but it wasn't a blueberry. I just got really large in a regular fat suit. But they wanted <laughs> me, me to eat a lot of mayonnaise. And I'm just like, number one, look at me. I'm really tiny. Number two, that's disgusting. I'm not like eating by, a- by the spoon? Okay, so they put it in one of those, they in the custom, yes, in a, squirt, a ketchup squirt bottle. And they wanted, yeah! I can't right now, they wanted me to. <laughs> Hold it up and squeeze it into your face. Did they want it to go over the face or is it all just in the mouth? Just, not like all over like this, but they wanted it to like be so much mayonnaise that it was like coming out like (laughs) (laughs) oh this is amazing okay hang on i've got i've got one for you tell me if you have and i was like no i'm not really so i like faked it as best i could like i put the mayonnaise in the front of the no i can't give away the secret yeah i ate the whole thing (laughs) everything you see is real i legitimately turn into blueberries it's the secret power i have just go okay hang on what about um you know, old school Matilda, not the new stupid musical yeah. one, like the, the OG. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Could you do a, or have you done, because you, look, if anyone has done this, it's you, Neville Longbottom, Neville Longbottom cake eating scene. No, but I actually know, um, I think Ivy Davenport, look her up, she actually does have a scene of that. She yes. literally does. So go check her out. She's amazing. I You can find me featured on some of her clip store as well, Ivy Dam- Davenport. She has a Matilda cake-eating force-feed scene because she does a lot of, like, feeder fetish and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure she got a woman to eat a whole chocolate cake legitimately, like, in the movie, so. I <laughs> I love this. This is – you're familiar with the rules of the internet, like back in the OG days. Yeah, of the internet, so you can think it, it happens. Yes, exactly. You have confirmed this for me so hard. <laughs> no. no, you have I no idea. This. You have no mm. idea. I know. Because that's Please, why I do a lot of niche things because if you can think it, it happens. And a lot of people don't do some of these really, really weird things. So the people who do think of them and really, really want it, there's only two play- like two of them in the world to buy or you know, 18. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so how, okay, so I'm going down like an artistry thing. Like I'm, I'm sort of, you know, artistry with poetry and words and this sort of stuff. The ideas just sort of come to me. Sometimes I'll, I'll think it and sort of push the artistry out. And other times it just sort of seems to sort of float into me and I want to express. So okay. what, I, what I want to know is, are, are people coming to you with ideas for this or are you sort of coming up with sort of niche stuff and then sort of finding people to help, help you shoot it? 50-50. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much fifty so, fifty. Maybe maybe even a little bit more people to me. So maybe even like sixty forty. And I'm people, only people I'm suggesting to you. Yeah. 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 I mean my customs are my customs are eclectic. Let mm. me I love my custom people and I'm available for them. But they because of what I do, because I do nude art modeling, because I do like very niche fetish, my customs are very niche fetish. 
when you say customs, as in custom clients, clients that are after very, very specific, just trying yeah, to define terms for people, yeah. Yeah, where they pay for a video that's like what they want, their fantasy, their – and yeah, I do some mm. like yeah, – exactly, and they pay me for a video so, that's – yeah. So, so and just I, to, I just want to understand the, the the process, and obviously share as much or as little as you like. But yeah. someone someone might approach you and say, like, "Hey, I am interested in you dressing up as the Pixar light bulb. Um, mm-hmm. Can you can you like play out a scene of the Pixar light bulb, and then you sort of come back to them with a quote, or like you discuss, yeah, like, like how, how does the so process work? To, yeah, so like they're like, okay, so I want you to dress up as a fairy, okay." And I want you to do giantism as a fairy and like smush me with your feet and then act like you're going to eat me at the very end. And it's, I want it to be 10 minutes long and I want it in the nature or blah, blah, blah. I want it with a pink backdrop and, uh, you know, I want you to have pink makeup on, be a pink fairy. And I want it to be, you know, 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, that'll be 150 bucks. You pay here, here, here. Uh, okay, let me start doing your video, and I'll get it to you in a uh, eight weeks or whatever. You know, something like that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah, weird, amazing, fun, sexy things. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, so, and if, if that's someone else giving you the idea, if there's an idea that you've come up with. Mm-hmm. what's the process there? Because are you waiting for someone that might want it or are you going to create it and put it out there as sort uh, of... I ask, so some ideas are solo, obviously. Some ideas I ask a friend if they're like, hey, do you want to do a trade collab? We can do this fun, weird thing together. I have a few people that I work with uh, trade and we make some fun, sexy, weird fetishes. I regularly come up with cool videos to just keep putting on our, our channels to sell. Uh, I think of a lot of ideas. I do the content create creating days of like um usually weird niche fetish ideas, um and most of the time if I want to act something out, I just kind of ask my my industry friends if they want to trade and do it. A producer and a few models, or just do it myself. Set up my tripod and just be all funky. Love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Going down a different path, yeah. How how do you stay safe with like photographers or with producers in that sort of stuff? How do you know if you can trust someone or what what the go is down that path? So there's generally a kind of a general discord between industry people that you can tell that if they've been if they're new or not, uh, just the way they operate, uh, their account will look a certain way. You'll you'll see industry people or other models, or they'll tag them if they don't tag people anybody, or you just can't find any links to any other. You can t- also like you can tell when something was shot in two thousand two. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I'll be like, okay, well, I call it a verified reference. I usually ask for three, and if they don't give them to me directly, I look in their account, see what they're about, kind of research them, and be like, okay, they do uh, fighting fetish, they do hand jobs, you know, that kind of thing, they do nude modeling, and then I'll click and be like, oh, I see this model that I know, DM, email, hey, how was it working with this guy, so-and-so, screenshot of the account, screenshot of the email, usually screenshot of their scene with him to refresh their memory, if, if it's on their twitter or whatever uh then i try to get feedback back and if i get Mm. negative feedback i typically don't 
99.99% don't work with them. Uh, Most of the time people have great feedback, but just getting what I call the verified references really keeps, keeps me safe. Um, It's, and it's kind of what I do for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sounds like a good practice. Um, I I believe so. (laughs) I, I mean, it's like anyone entering this scene in any capacity will discover that there's a legion of, people that aren't so trustworthy or are, are just sort of not quite grasping there. the fact that, yeah, that everyone's, you know, a human worth respecting despite yeah. potentially doing things with one another that is completely disrespectful, but the disrespect is consensually agreed upon. So right. It's like- <laughs> exactly. That's very well put, actually. <laughs> Respect me. Whilst disrespecting me is the um is the I is the goal. I for the disrespect right before, That's and it. and also they usually people in the porn industry the, uh, for people listening at home they do a checklist so it's like we're gonna you're gonna disrespect we're gonna do the naughty thing A B C D E not you know F not G I'll do H I J K not L you know what I mean so like you go through a checklist and typically like in this industry it's like I know what things are going to happen to me from beginning to end of the scene or whatever. Yeah. I like this. I like this a lot. The working mm-hmm. out the, um, the parts. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still, I'm still hung up on the blueberry thing. A lot of, I told you a lot of people are. Yeah. A lot of people are like, Oh my God. They okay. are. It's not okay. just you. I've got, I've got, I've got two questions. Um, the first yeah. one is on legacy and the second one is on um, like the topic. So I'm going to, I'm going to swing back to both, but I want to go down legacy, right? If you, if you become like the, the, uh, the blueberry queen, what would you call it? The blueberry uh, fruit salad? Like what, what's the, what's the pinnacle title? <laughs> the big fruit salad? The hey, big you could, my brain's just popping everywhere. You could make <laughs> a a scene right where it's it's you and then they they like you shoot like five different like takes with the same you sitting in a massive bowl but it's you as a blueberry you as a banana you as a whatever other fruit right and then they superimpose all of those together and you can be interacting with each other as inflated fruit you can be the salad I just, can be the just, fruit salad. Um, just, see, just well, ideas. <laughs> there are there are no banana blow. See, it's it's specifically the blueberry because it's by Logard. And if I don't know if you remember mm. Willy Wonka, but in the the line right before, she's like, "I feel funny" or something like that. And then he, yes. Willy June Wilder says, "It always messes up when you get to the dessert. That's the blueberry pie." And so Ooh. that's why specifically it's a blueberry. So okay. if there was a scene where it was blowing up as a banana, it would be banana pie. But unfortunately, it See, comes I'm, directly from the movie. So uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not deep enough in the um in the You're in the in the enough. law of. Uh, <laughs> you gotta okay, truly so understand what they how it works. The psyche of the blueberry fans you gotta truly get it. Hey, I am. I, I understand the psyche of people that like my shit um, <laughs> quite well, but I'm I, I'm curious. I've, I've got an in-depth knowledge down one path and then a curiosity down, down yeah. many, and you're hitting on the curiosity. So excuse my ignorance and please educate me on the ways of the no, blueberry. No, no, that's, that's why I'm on my way. I'm the blueberry princess, I guess you can say, <laughs> to the, be the blueberry queen. So I'm here to educate. <laughs> Become the blueberry empress. Go beyond yeah. queen, like an empire of blueberry. Exactly. Like, people will be <laughs> far and wide know who I am. 
Okay, so this is this is what I wanted to say. Legacy, right? Like I'm looking at like the body of stuff that I'm doing over time, like books yeah. and podcasts, and poetry, and all of this sort of stuff. And I know that like someone will bring up a piece of like say poetry for me is like the main sort of content that I'm regularly putting out, and they'll 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 be like, oh, this is my favorite thing, and it's some obscure thing that I've, you know, I just put it out there, right? That's what they know me. Like my legacy to that person is this obscure thing. So you're obviously developing a legacy of blueberries amongst other things. Yeah. In fifth in fifty years time, you know, you're 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 gonna look back at this this body of work. You've become the blueberry queen. Yeah. Are you happy that, that that may be your legacy in a lot of people's minds? Like you're 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 you wanna hit that space in their psyche. You that, that worm. Oh yeah, Sorry. at least I'm gonna at least I'll get one, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. Thank you for listening to the Kinky Conversations podcast. For early access to new episodes, bonus content, and exclusive access to the Sultry Soundbites, the Kinky Community Discord channel, and more sexy bonuses, sign up at patreon.com slash kinky conversations. That's patreon.com slash Kinky Conversations. This episode of the Kinky Conversations podcast is brought to you by Honey Playbox. At Honey Playbox, we believe that pleasure should be fun and fabulous for everyone. Our belief centers on how pleasure, play, health, and accessibility are necessary for positive sexual experiences. We hope more people feel inspired to explore desires without shame. And that's why we keep our toys affordable to let more people access sexual pleasure. You can get 20% off store-wide at honeyplaybox.com when you use the referral code KINKY at checkout. And now, back to the conversation. When I was a little kid, people always said, oh, she's wacky. So I feel like it's fitting. Yes. Like, and yes. people find me on the internet. They're, like, looking up porn and it just pops up. You know, and they say meet single hot singles in your area, and then you know the little porn in the corner. I'll just see blueberry, and I'm like, is that <laughs> from third grade? A weird girl. The weird you know, girl. Yeah. From third grade. <laughs> you know, and then they're like fitting, fitting. It's you know. So I guess you know, it's only you know I gotta lead my legacy the right way, but it's working. I don't mind it, and I I do great um artistic nude work and modeling too. I'm pretty well known in that like nude industry. This is how I feel, right? I put out a lot of stuff that's like what I feel is like deep and like I'm I'm passionate about mental health and all of this sort of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But the blow up of other stuff down the kinky sexual stuff, like that gets like a hundred times more responses and feedback. It's like, no, but I'm more than just a sex poetry person. Like, look at my other exactly. You're like exactly. I'm like, but it's beautiful art, like in museums. But exactly, like I've been in, I've been in a few big art, mu- like not museums, but like galleries and um, little table books and stuff like that. But yeah, no, my my, fa- you know, f- sucks souls. See, so. see this, <laughs> but I mean, it's like you're you're still doing the the same thing, but it's the specific. I think, but yeah, like like we said, the 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 niche market. No one else is yeah. doing it, so. I mean, like the other stuff, like just looking through your stuff, it is great. It's Thank hot. You. It's artistic, but I've seen it before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's not. Yeah. It doesn't stand out enough to me to warrant 
like just if I'm just like sort of playing back my mind, it's like, yeah, this, this is hot and great, but it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not unique enough, which is, which is why I think you're getting the success down the path. Mm -hmm. The fighting is a super (sighs) success. Also because I have the skill set of black belt, which is like pretty niche. Like not every hot small girl has an actual black belt because fighting is Mm. very like, it's, Fighting is a thing like playing an instrument or shooting a gun, whereas, like, you can... And people who are into it and are also a fighter or whatever, if you see somebody who's not shooting a gun or playing an instrument properly, you can tell when it's fake, when it's superimposed, like music or... or you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Yeah. Fighting's the same. You're like, that kick had no form. So yes. I also... Yeah, I get a lot of niche fetish in that way because I have really specific skills. You know exactly what you're doing. I, I've got a martial arts background. I've trained maybe 20 years across different disciplines, um, mainly yeah. jiu-jitsu and MMA now and then like Muay Thai and karate stuff back in the day. But like like you said, you can see. you can. You, mm-hmm. it, it's it's so apparently obvious if someone's yes. like – it's like, it's like there's no – like, it's like, like – yeah, it's, it's just Stamps. you know that that would be useless. Um, <laughs> I know. Um I've seen models, pretty girls, do some fight things here and there. And for it's some cute, dominatrix isn't it? Work. Yeah, for some dominatrix work. And I'm like, just fucking point your toe when you kick. Just point. Just point it like like a ballerina. I don't even know what to tell you. Like, come on, just give a good... No, come on. Yeah, so the stamp... <laughs> so the stamp and the form just really makes that difference in, like, hot girl can do thing. Here's mm. money. Yeah. I like that. Hot girl can do thing. Mm. Yeah. Hot girl can't do thing. No money. Hot girl can do thing. Money. <laughs> can do thing. Money. I'm trying I'm trying to come up as I as in the midst of the podcast, um what I try and do is come up with the title for the podcast. So like I'm like um I I'm thinking it. something either you know something along the lines of like a, a rule. Um, what's the rule? Rule thirty four or rule thirty two, whatever it is. Um, blueberries or hot girl can do thing. Money. <laughs> well, um, I love it. We, 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 um, hot girl can do thing. Money. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that people would be like, well, okay. <laughs> it's 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 true, and of of the um of the niche, the niche market. I um. I don't really watch or look at porn anymore. I, I sort of right. will, you know, play and do do stuff. This is just like a personal decision despite what, what I do in this space, right. which is hilarious to me. Um, but back in the day, I took a squiz. I got went through a little phase of um, nude yoga porn. And on the topic of like people doing it right, you can tell when it's a hot chick stretching yoga-wise or when it's like a person that does yoga doing doing it nude. Like, nude it's, yoga. A, it's a it's a specific like it's not like you know there's a new there's a just a, a model that like they're like hey pose like this that person doesn't have the body for a start like they might be like fit and slim but they don't have a yoga body you know mm-hmm. or like and i suppose the same thing with the like nude ballerina as well i've looked i've looked that up back in the day as well and you can, okay. tell, you can tell the ones you can tell the ones that can do it and the ones that are doing it and the ones that are just sort of posing it it's cut different it looks different it's not as the realism is broken yeah, yeah, I get that because like people all the time will ask me actually they'll be like do you do yoga? And I'll always this is always my response and I'm like so taekwondo has yoga stretches. You got to you, you martial arts has yoga type stretches. 
that are very translatable to yoga and they're very on the same line, but that's not yoga. So I'll be like, I can, I can, do I can stretch for you. <laughs> do you want me to stretch? I can stretch for you yoga-esquely and I can do like, but they're going to actually be more martial arty because mm. I'm pretty honest with that. Just because, and a lot of stretches in yoga are also in martial arts, you mm. know, but it's like- well, but- it's it's a comp like there is there is obviously a lot of crossover. But there's a lot of crossover, not- but also like the names are different. The names are different, so somebody will be like, "Do a downward eagle," and, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. <laughs> I I want to I want to I want to bring it back to you. Said the um you said something like. People are looking up, looking up something, and then the little pawn pops up in the corner, and they're like, "Oh, was that the um the the the, the kooky chick from um grade three or something?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, have you <laughs> have you um, have you had a conversation with people that discovered you, or because because the reason I want to say this is I've been you know just just the meme page that I've got. A, a, an acquaintance of mine who I hadn't seen for years since, like she's had a kid now, right? Four or five mm-hmm. years. I I was posting pictures, and then all of a sudden, like every time I do a spit roast, like cook a spit roast, I post the obligatory um, picture of me cooking a spit roast, saying, "Hey, who wants to have a spit roast?" Because you know it's the joke you've got to do. Um, <laughs> but she she sent it back to me like, "Oh my fucking god, this is you." Because she didn't, you know, it didn't pop up. So she just discussed, she's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I've been following this account. And no that's idea. You? It's yeah. me. Right? Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, so what I'm asking is, has, has something similar happened to you? At, like, in the sense of, have you had the conversation or, or the, you know, the connection to, to them after the discovery? Yeah. Um, especially that, like, so my best friend was is mormon or was and um they know what i do and they know that i'm not a nobody even though i'm not super in the porn industry and they go like you know they'll see who i work with or see you know on my accounts and stuff like that and they'll be like what's it like work though i'll just get a text very randomly like what's it like working with this person i'm like oh they follow them yeah that kind of thing um yeah i've gotten a few definitely no more than a few um people that i used to work with is more surprising to me than my schoolmates for some reason like in in a in a non-kinky anything like i used to be a bartender and a waitress Basically, I'm, I'm, every- just, I'm just telling you now that you are once again fulfilling a bunch of different, um, a different, different fantasies here. You're looking at this, you know, cute chick seven bar next to me, and then she's a blueberry. <laughs> yeah, no, I was at the airport, and somebody, some guy was hitting on me when I was getting a, a turkey burger, and I just was like, I'm, I'm very, uh, brazen, pretty out, uh, extroverted. And he's just like, I'm you're really beautiful. To hear that. Oh, yeah, right? And um, he was like, you're very beautiful. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You know, enjoy your turkey burger. And I was just like, hey, you can Google me. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Which you can. So, and he was just like, he literally, when he was like, when I was walking away with my little turkey burger, he was like, he literally was like, 
Wait, you do naughty modeling? That's what he said. <laughs> naughty modeling. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so cute. Oh my gosh. He definitely was over 18, made sure. But yeah, I was like, so cute. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay so, so Mr. Mr. Turkey Burger, naughty modeling. Um, what was his approach before he knew uh, that you uh, do the naughty modeling? He's very like, come here. Like, I just want to tell you that you're really, really pretty. You're very beautiful. He, like, called me over, and I thought something, like, my order was, like, you know, they ran out of turkey patties or anything. You know what I mean? Was he, I was so- he the worker? Was he serving you? Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just, you know what I mean? Take the opportunity to get all the fans I can. So, yeah, I definitely have experiences like that, you know, more than not. So. And what about, like, family? Um, I have, so I started modeling and as, as an artistic nude model for colleges, that's actually how I started modeling. And that's, that's what I do. That's what I do uh, to the family. So I, they know that I'm a nude model, but to the extent, um, yeah, I just make a lot of model money for caught co- with colleges. Mm. So, so they think you're just there doing the posing posing yeah and that's how i actually got started in the industry was doing the posing for colleges for painting and drawing classes and sculpting classes being nude for like three hours what's that like that would be quite like physically painful i would imagine like holding a pose it's hard it's really really difficult the longest i've ever held a pose was five hours and 17 minutes don't ask me how i remember that don't ask (laughs) <laughs> um that's a long time that oh is God, a freaking like, long time by the so, end of it do you remember the pose is your body just permanently like traumatized I was so by that like, i was so like when i got out of it i was like uh, uh, you can't uh, you can't move and take breaks or like so i learned we figured out in. we figured out how to take breaks after that we came yes, up with good. the system. What's the system <laughs> for aspiring college nude mo- nude um, art models? So, yeah, what we ended up doing was, like, uh, let's say I was like this, right? So we would take little pieces of green tape, like green masking tape, and, like, take little pieces oh. of, like, kind of almost yep. like I was, like, a chalk outline of a victim, like a <laughs> victim see, of see, a that, that makes a lot of sense because if you've moved slightly, it changes all the drawing, so you have to know where you're placing yourself. Yeah, so they would, we would yeah. take little pieces of tape and we would just, like, all around me almost like i'm a chalk drawing of a homicide like not to be morbid but this is the best like Mm. you know what i mean closest thing to it and then i exactly like if i moved a little i could just like oh back into the green tape line and yes it worked pretty well and nobody complained and was like it's ruining the illusion of the beauty of the person so (laughs) Yeah, that's how that's how I would take breaks and be like, okay, now, and then I would get my water, take my five minute snack, and then I would be like, it's been an hour in this position. And then I'd be like, okay, I gotta, okay, I gotta, and then I'd be like, and then I'd literally be like, am I back in the spot? And then classmates, <laughs> the the people would be like, a little to the left, or they'd be like, your your fingers were closed more, like open more, or like you know, and be like, is that good? Is that kind of how the? And then I everybody's like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, class is continued. Like, yeah. <laughs> did you ever get to see the uh, creations that they did of you? Yeah, I own I own a few of them. Ooh. Yeah. Were, were they, they gifts or did you purchase? 
They were gifts. They were gifts. So it was really nice from some of the students and the professor for they, they do like quick draws. They would do, it would start the class with like, it was like three, four minutes or something like that. And then it would be two, five minutes, three or four, 10 minutes. Cause the class was long. It was like two and a half hours. And then the very last drawing of the day usually was a, a full hour pose. Mm. So wow. yeah, cause it's just, Mini draws, medium draws, and then a big long draw, and there's the final. I was me posing the same pose for like four classes in a row, so they got Oof. like yeah, so they could get like four or five hours in it. And when I first started modeling, that's that was my like main modeling gig for a long time. Um, I, so I always started as, as a nude model, and I did and that like just, every. You've just kept doing that. Quote unquote. Yeah, just kind of. Yeah, just kept doing that, doing it in other ways, and doing it in photography instead of mm. artwork. Well, I mean, I'm always still available for classes, but it's just, it just doesn't pay the same as photography. And doing fetish videos and stuff like that, like it's it's been a fun wild ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With with photography, mm-hmm. so like most most people listening, I'm not. A model right we don't we don't know what goes on behind the scenes and like i'm always yeah. curious about the like the practicality of it like so talk me through like you can go down like a like a fetish thing but maybe just a, like a more a more like just artistic nude right yeah yeah pick, so pick, like, your, just... your most recent one. what's what's the process of like setting the scene up and posing you and like how many pictures are taken like tell, tell me like how long does the shoot take can you give me the overview so typically it just really depends on the the game plan. So like a model like me who's proficient in posing and been doing it for a long time, I do not need to be directed in any sense. I actually do model coaching on the side. That's another gig that I do um, to branch off, not to si- go to yeah, sidebar. Yeah. But like I have the skill sets to coach other models, so I can co- I can pop into poses really well. So, but so, like, so just just pause on that for a second because I want to I want to dig into the different areas. What what are what are you looking for when you're coaching or like what how do you what are you like if you were to pose me like for a picture what are you telling so, me to do? Uh, I would so I I see your mirror your mirror ability like I will get in a pose see if you can mirror me and if you don't have that capability oh. I'll ask if I can touch you and be like can I, okay can I move your elbow a little bit up you know and see the best that you can mirror and then maybe be like move you a little back. You know, mm. ask your consent if I can. And if you don't give me your consent, I'll be like, okay, your right elbow, can you move it to the left a little more? You know, then try and coach you verbally as best I can. Um, and what are you looking for them to attain in that? Are you trying to get them to fit a specific pose because that pose looks good? Or yeah. are you. Typically, it depends on if their goals is a glamour shoot or an artistic shoot. Like if we're doing a glamour shoot, um, the poses are just a lot more sensual and cute smiley booty boobs showing off the features if it's artistic it's going to be a little more like you know funky um just depends on their portfolio building goals because typically they're clients uh, that are hiring me for their portfolios goals um so i always Hmm. give a small consultation that's like what are you looking for artist what what's you know your goal do you want to be glamour do you want to be artistic what are we what are we trying to accomplish right now and then also like do you have any injuries do you have any uh things that kind of uh physically hold you back and because I don't want to push any of my clients any model and see what 
your body kind of lets you do because every other every model is able to pose different than every other model and what suppose that I may be able to do really really well you you might not be able to do but you might be able to like bend in ways that I can't and do a pose really well so we also just experiment that's another thing too that we not to be afraid of is just experimenting with the posing and the set and playing with props and set stuff like that teaching you teaching new models what to do with their hands that's really difficult a lot of people don't know what to do with their hands when they're not holding something what what do you do with your hands um, other so than hold something typically you have to it's it's called like a soft claw it sounds really silly it looks like this we've got, yeah. we've got our hands up in a, in a sort of like a half open almost like i'm holding like a i don't yeah, know yeah like a wine kind of yeah, yeah, like a wine glass bar. like a like a delicate swill of a wine glass. Exactly. Sort of, so, like, okay. and you do stuff like that or, like, you know what I mean? Everyone's seen this, you know what I mean? You know, things yeah. like that. Very, like, you keep your hands soft and, like, pose it on yourself if you just have your hands. Like, it's it's mm. hard to explain to the audience right now without so, showing so, them, so, but I'm showing you. So what- what I'm what I'm seeing is is sort of like a like a delicate you're sort of projecting delicacy a relaxed yeah, body slight exactly. angles and obviously Femininity. this is a, yeah I'm creating this is a angles triangles there's rules of triangles when you pose so like, okay so so Ziva's got her hand on her head creating a triangle between the triangle and the arm and the and the yep, head and then another one angle. here and yeah, then oh, two you triangles, can't yeah. see because there's triangle here like. Look at like there's a lot of things going. You can't see, but there's a small triangle here. Oh wow! So yeah. we like triangles. Do we? Is that, is that a, visually? Triangles are hot. <laughs> yeah. So we like triangles when we do photography. Um, really? So when we, yeah. Huh. When we do photography, we like triangles because our eyes to stills, they are drawn to them. It's just hmm. a yeah. It's a photography rule. So the more See, triangles you can yeah. typically get, the better the photo. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's the fascinating. Photo, you're going to see a million triangles. I'm going to I'm going to look at this now because that's like Even I'm, look I'm at the all tiny for. Ones. Yeah, no, this, no, I'm in this tiny one. Boop, boop. Oh, look wow. at that. Wow. Oh my god, this is like this is crazy. Look at yeah. It. Tiny. Yeah, like we like triangles. This one. This one. This one, so like, so the tri the triangles that we're looking at is like even just between if you hold your fingers up, there's a triangle mm-hmm. between your fingers. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's just so like like you could if you if you posed in different angles of your hand, you're creating triangles down different paths as well. Bending your what? knee, bending uh, yeah, yeah, wow. just bending mm-hmm, different ways. So what, what I'm always looking for is like say martial arts or you know this is an example. Like what are the principles of like the core principles. Cause like, let's say like if we go to a martial arts example, you could show me how to do a specific, you know, spinning, spinning back kick. Right. But yes, yes. that would be teaching me a technique. But what I, what I think is more ideal, like I, I, I do jujitsu and they're like two, if I grab your one hand with my two hands, that's a good, that's a good sort of principle. Two on one is stronger than, you know, do you see what you see the principle? What I'm yeah. going for there? Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm what I'm getting at is, is you could tell me how to pose, but if you tell me the principle of triangles in this example, that gives me so much you more. Truly understand how to do what I'm trying to tell you to do. Yeah, because otherwise, all I can do is this one pose, and it's like, why does it work? Well, why is she telling you know, me to do it? Why does this one look good? That's that's what why? I try and do when I'm when I share the poetry. It's like, well, what 
why is some why does sometimes it reads good goodly why do the words go yeah. goodly sometimes and not this other times? is why it looks good and if you can apply it to mm. other other poses other poses look good not one there's we all know that there's like 100 poses that we see in magazines and artistic mm. you know we've all seen artistic coffee table book it's not the same pose there's a bunch of different poses why do all these poses look good well there's like the fibonacci spiral that's also like a, a principle of posing okay. like if you see a model really scrunched up like getting the spiral not just you know mm. there's not just the triangle rule there's a lot of rules for composition and beauty in a still photograph that apply to all different types of modeling yeah I love it. I love this. And if you know those principles, then you can then apply it down any of the specific niches that you've got. Yeah. And I mean, people even use them for porn for pretty girls photos. Like if you know the, Mm. if you know how to do a good photo, you know how to do a good photo. Yeah. This is once, once again, this is back to the poetry. I can write a good regular poem, but I apply those skills to the porny things. To, to, to a horny thing and people are like, holy shit. I'm like, because I'm hitting a mark that goes beyond the normal. Yeah. I read a lot of people's poems and I'm I'm often not moved. And it's just, and it's like, I'm, they're not, they, they, they're because going they're too not hard. Po- to expl- poetry people. They don't know the principles of the, how to yeah. make a good poem. They're just horny. They're just, they're just horny saying like, and it just, it just, You're you can tell that there's this. flower. I want to look at, yes. But like. The delicate flower of her opening opened to me. And exactly. I, like, but like you can write a little better than the average, <laughs> like, you know, horny poem writer because you can apply these principles to writing it when That's you're exactly horny. It. Just like when I, exactly, just like how I can apply like real fighting skills to a fighting fetish video. Like, the, it's, this, this you know, said though, right? Starting out, you're going to take shit photos. You're going to write shit poetry. You're going to do. You're, yeah. you're going to do a shit kick. Like you've got, you've got to get through that that phase. So don't stop. Um, don't stop. I have videos that are cringy uh, that I do, and I don't. I haven't taken them down because I have had people be like, "Why don't you take those down?" Because I want nah. other models to see like you don't the, be perfect at the beginning. That's that's exactly my approach as well. I look back on some of my stuff and I'm like, "Oh," but like. I know. That's my striptease. That was my striptease. <laughs> I look and but I, I purposely do that for that exact reason. It's like showing other people like there is a okay. progression and I'm it was clearly I'm posted in 2016. It's twenty twenty three. But look at her newest one. Look at his newest poetry. You're gonna it's look back at what you're doing now and yeah. see endless need for improvement, right? Yeah. And then and then on that note is everything typically is if you put in your hard work, your blood, sweat, and tears, you know, it is an uphill graph, but it's not a exponential straight line. You know, you're going to have little bumps in the hill, little falters. You're going to fall back a little and not make as amazing art as you thought that one time, but you're still going to always improve. Like, you know, it's going to... I love it. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. don't get discouraged just because you just tried to do blueberry for the very first time and it didn't turn out well. <laughs> you you can progress your your blueberry videos. Look at your first blueberry versus your next one. It's going to be um Oh, for sure smart. better. I cuz I know once you start getting into a fetish or a porn or blah, 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 all that, you know, more and more uh 
photography, you know, what, whatever it may be, you're just going to learn the market and how it operates and what your consumers truly are looking for and what their little ticks are. Mm. You're going to learn them. You're going to not know at the beginning. You're going to slowly just. And how, and how can you, right? You only know what you know and until you get interaction and feedback. That's really how, a big How else can you know? Yeah. That's really a big part of it is like your consumers will let you know. And and if I'm I'm a porny model, fetish model, nude model, but I try to number one, I, I ask. I ask for feedback. I try to get interactions as much as I can. I don't beg for it. I always give a disclaimer that like you don't have to, but it's appreciated. Making people feel appreciated and just even saying thank you and asking mm. and interacting with them will work a lot of the time. You've People, people, I feel like they don't, I don't know. I try and interact with everyone that messages me and like, I'm getting messages like, like I've, I've, I've got like a, like I say a small following relative to like, you know, famous people, but like, I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck me. It's a lot. It's a lot already. Um, but Good. nonetheless, I'm still trying to engage with everyone and people are always coming back to me. Like I've gotten this recently. It's sort of freaking me out a little bit. They're like, oh, someone like you took the time to message me. And I'm like, I'm just. I'm just some fucking dude. Like I'm just a guy that's doing stuff. Like I'm I'm normal. I put the quotations of normal. But like it's not you know, I'm just trying to treat you like a person. Like you've spent the time yeah. to message me. I should spend the time to message you. Right. Obviously the scale is the scale's a bit hard, but it's like you're trying to treat people like people, you know? You're just like, hey, I, I'm just trying to be polite and run my business. Yeah. And if I don't talk to my customers, you know, each customer, each consumer, each uh, patron, you know, their potential opportunity. Mm. So I get yeah. that because not talking to somebody could could potentially kind of cost you an opportunity per se and or just not open a channel. So I agree with you in that I try to mm. interact with as many people as possible. Now, and, and also you, you you meet people that are like you're meeting like interesting people it's not like oh it's not a transactional for me at least i'm not like oh, i'm going to talk to you so i get something i'm like i'm generally meeting interesting people you know it's like it's like it's it's a relationship it's a, it's a it's a connection you know there's people these people are you're learning stuff it's fun i know yeah and it's really really fun um Ah, uh, the people I've met in this industry have been really amazing. I've met a pretty good handful of just really talented people and really famous people that also have like degrees or skill sets and amazing like things about them that you would never you would never realize or know until you get to know them and you're like, "What? You ride horses or like you have a <laughs> you know Exactly, or you have a degree in account- accounting, or you know, cool things like that. Like, yeah, and you get gang banged. Like, well, you you used to be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. really, really cool love- things. And this is the thing: like, like everyone has depth to them, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we look. We are coming up on time. I do want to ask one one more question, then I'll give you some Please, time to yeah. tie, up, tie up loose ends and and whatever else. What's what's your long term plan in the sense of do you have a long term plan? Because like obviously yeah. like eventually we all sort of age out, I suppose, for lack of a better expression. Um no, no, our interests change. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting up. No, you're very young. Um but I'm just no, like, like let's see. Oh, you you no, look yeah. like you're almost twenty five. <laughs> I know, thank you. I know people I get I, yeah, so 
Number one, I look very barely legal, so that helps. I look very young for my age. Um, people still think I'm pretty much like 22. Um, and then I, you know, I do production. I want, I, I try to do everything. I, I feel like I'm being a woman, being a model. I have a lot of longevity, especially nowadays. They're pushing for the more timelessness, agelessness, like in 2023 and the way the world has been going, like 50s, the new 30. You know what mm. I mean? You know, back, uh, I have a joke with a friend that it's almost true that like back in the 90s, which is 30 years ago now, almost, you know what I mean? Mm. A 60 year old was like an old person. They weren't. You yeah. know, healthy as healthy as like a sixty year old in twenty twenty three. They're running marathons. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I feel like with the way the course the world is and people being health conscious and media, also media is portraying like more body positivity and age positivity. Age positivity, a, yeah. You know, there's a more mm. push for age positive. People used to in the nineties, like, you know, just media used to be like. 50s old <laughs> no i'm being you know what i mean <laughs> one foot in the grave legitimately because food was people mm. weren't eating healthy and like you know people just weren't as health conscious and stuff like that now it's like you are in a jazz band on the weekends when you're 50 you know what i mean yes so mm. i feel like i can do this for a long time also being at avn meeting a lot of like porn stars and producers and stuff like like you're you've been doing this for 30 40 years okay cool mm. um and i feel like i take good care of myself uh, especially being a martial artist and i rollerblade um i'm trying to do you know more production uh learn the other end of the camera slowly it's very slowly mm. it's not my main goal at the moment because i still have a lot of youth in me but, you know, <laughs> as I age, you know, I'll just start going from the front of the camera to the back of the camera typically is what people who really stay in the industry do. Mm. You've got um, a lot of skills, like you said, like the, the, the you're already of sort of coaching. dabbling in that with the coaching and stuff. So, yeah. and, and your, your skills in front of the camera will make the back of the camera work that much more effective because you're like, like, I know, because I, I know was the there. angles, I know what girls like, I do a little bit of like, um, I call it expediting, which it's like almost like agent work, but just being nice to my friends and connecting people. Yeah. <laughs> For real, like being serious. So it's, I call it expediting. I have that. I'm really good at connecting people. Mm. It's a skill set I have. So like maybe even some agent, agent management stuff in the future. Um, I, for me personally, I feel like with the skill sets and the personality I have, I have a very bright, uh, and a lot of future and potential in this industry. So mm. I just want to explore as many channels as possible for the time being. And for those are my goals are just to keep growing mm. and keep like growing my brand front yeah, back I, of the camera. I like that you've got like the, you're not, you're, all your eggs aren't in one basket. You've got no, a variety of different sort of things that you're going for. And that, that mm -hmm. to me suggests longevity beyond anything. And the, and the other thing that you've got going for you is, is that you seem to love it. So it's like, I, it's play. You know what I mean? Do. If you can get paid, if you can be paid to play, like that's the that's the fucking goal, right? Exactly. <laughs> and like I'm I'm seeking out um potential opportunities, even like asking you, like, can I be on your podcast? You know what I mean? Like mm. I, I'm I'm hungry for the the opportunities. Mm. So 
No, yeah. I love that. I think I think that's a that's an absolutely great answer uh, across all the board. And like, yeah, in, I only say this because it's just a curiosity of mine. But yeah, you do clearly have um, a lot of a lot of youth <laughs> behind you for the moment. I wouldn't have guessed you're pushing close to thirty. That's um in October. I'll be Ooh. thirty. My goodness. Congratulations. Thanks. You- I know. And I was on Barely Legal not even a year or two ago. And I just came out in hospital oh. in December. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Oh, it's all a lie. The internet's a lie. <laughs> I know. And they said I was 18 when I'm 27 or 8 when it came out. So I was how, like. <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> Thanks. And then I was in, so I was in Barely Legal like two years ago, like when the pandemic started. And then I was in Hustler last month. So I went from 18 and then they said I was 28 or 29 Hustler. So I aged a lot in those two years. So who cares? You know, I, look at me now. I'm great. So, yeah. Okay, I've just yeah. got a couple of couple of potential niches that I want to ask if you've done, and then I'll give you a chance to tie it up. Um, no. The thing that popped to mind was a, a Benjamin Button-style transformation, old to young. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done it yet, but I'm sure I will. And I suppose, I suppose the other way, the aging pill where you, you, you start off, like, you know, quite young, and then you age, age into this grandma style. Um. I've done some things that are more similar to that one, actually. I've done nice. pregnancy where I've grown a belly. <gasps> yeah. This yeah. is great. Like, eat a pill, and then I'm like, I'm pregnant. Like, super pregnant. And I'm like, as tiny as I am, wearing a uh, fake, like, the same things they were in movies for the pregnancy. Like, nice. it's like, yeah. I love it. This is great. You've, you've, um, <laughs> You've made my day. Um, is there anything you want to tie up or add or suggest? I'm going to put links to. I'll put the link tree in that has all the all of your all of Thank your stuff, you. and I would encourage people to do a quick Google search of Ziva Fay Blueberry, and you'll um, find the uh, the little head sticking <laughs> the big thing, um, and check out check out all of the stuff you've got going on. If there's if if someone has is listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, this this is the person that can fulfill my obscure fetish. Yeah. What would be a good way to contact you to make that happen? So, they, like, if, if, if they're like, oh, Benjamin Button, that's my fucking jam, man. No, I want they want her to do it. If um, someone wants okay. to Benjamin Button you, how do, they, how do they make that happen? You can hire me. If, if you're a producer and you're like, she would be the best. She would be the best to hire me for. Or you want me to do that custom and do it for you. Either way, the best way to reach me is email. And my email will be on the link tree, but it's also the word booking. B-O-O-K-I-N-G-Z-I-V-A-F-E-Y. All together, all one word at gmail.com. Booking pretty self-explanatory right like book me um that's where you can contact me i'm i'm available to make your dreams come true so (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay is there there anything you'd like to tie up that we've we've touched upon or any loose ends that we've missed i'm available for hire if you're a producer listening to this who does wacky things i'm actually available if you want to fly me out to your area if you have some references uh i'm available for work I'm always working. I'm I'm set ready. I come hair and makeup done. Great attitude and I love what I do. So please check that me out on Twitter. I give uh you will see the wacky blueberry and nudes and just fun fun if you want if you like fun weird hot girls, uh follow me. I have a free OnlyFans on that link tree as well. So yes, please check me out. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so me much too. for jumping on board. This has been great. Um and if if any of um 
once this comes out, if there's anything that pops up as a result of it, I want you to message me the just the, just tell me tell me the um tell me the seed and the description yes. of what's what's up because I'm so I'll curious. Get to the tea. <laughs> Thank Perfect. you so much for jumping on board. Thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful, and I, I definitely can't wait to uh, see all your guys' emails and hopefully get your customs see, get hired. Check out my videos and all the fun works. Yes, thank you. I love it. Thank you. Super special thank you for Ziva Faye for jumping onto the podcast. It was great. I can't stop thinking about and exploring her work online. Just do yourself a favor and do a little Google search and just check out some of the interesting niche scenes she's done. You won't be disappointed. And if you're into the artistry, the work on her website is incredible. She clearly knows what she's doing, both in front of and behind the camera. And like she said, if you're keen for some specific custom products as a consumer or a producer, reach out. I've put the link to her link tree in the show notes. So thank you once again for jumping on. If you'd like to support the Kinky Conversation podcast, there's a couple of things you can do. The best one is to just tell someone about it and give it a rate and review. This will help spread awareness and get other people on board into the conversation. You could also consider grabbing a copy of my book, Kink, Volume 1. It's a collection of BDSM, and kinky-inspired short fiction and poetry. The ebook's a couple of bucks, and I narrate the audio. You could also consider jumping on board the Patreon. Patreon supporters on the $5 per month tier get early access to all episodes of the podcast. At the point of recording, that would give you eight episodes early access. In addition, you get exclusive access to the sultry sound bites. These are two to ten minute audio clips of me musing on sex and sensuality. You'll also get exclusive and early access to my next book, Kink Volume 2, where I'll be sharing poetry and erotic fiction. So for all that and more, head over to patreon.com slash kinkyconversations and sign up. Finally, if you're after any fun toys, head over to honeyplaybox.com and use the referral code KINKY at checkout for 20% off their already low prices. The quality is great, And importantly, (laughs) they're fun. I use some of the products myself. So head over honeyplaybox.com with Kinky at checkout for 20% off. And now I leave you with a piece from the book, Kink, Volume 1. Enjoy. Internet slut. I'm an internet slut, attracting all the eyes. Hands down my pants, satisfying the guys. Getting paid, following my pleasure. Doing what I like, coming at my leisure. Don't judge, accept your jealousy. You're not as free, nor as sexy as me. I know you wish to secretly copy, because your efforts just leave your men floppy. But they come back to me, day after day, with their time and attention, and oh yes, their pay. You are too old-fashioned, too prudish and afraid, to embrace your sexuality, and actually get laid. So, 
Call me a whore, a trollop, or a tramp. But we both know your sex game needs a serious revamp.
You've been listening to the Kinky Conversations podcast.